Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Renderos Brothers. I am Sam. I'm Mike. What it do? Uh, you know, we, we got for you a couple <laughs> movies, a couple shows, the beer of the week, the beer of the week. Uh, uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming in here and checking this out, baby. Let's get this shit going. Crack it open. Pour out a cold one. So we're hoping that you're having a great, fantastic week here. I just hit something. Yeah, another week. Uh, I hope you're having a great week. Yeah, I hope it's, it's a, not. Another it's... week for us to be uh, reviewing a couple movies. Uh, the show of the uh, month. Uh, yeah, the uh, the, ser- the series finale of uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The series of the month. But we're gonna start off with uh, the beer of the week, which we already cracked open. Which we already cracked open. It's from New Glory again. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Ryan the Lion. For uh, you know, uh, hooking it up with this, uh, it's a drink. Uh, it's a Yuba Dank West Coast IPA. This IPA will smack you in the face with its dank aromas and flavors. Its super sticky hop character is supported by a subtle foundation Ash of sticky. Northern American malts. Uh, mosaic hops provide an array of citrus and tropical fruit aromas, reminiscent of grapefruit, orange, melon, papaya, tangerine, and passion fruit. Papaya. Papaya. Uh, and then characteristically smooth bitterness leaves this beer insanely drinkable and will keep you coming back for more. Packaged in its purest form, unfined and unfiltered for optimum experience, store cold and drink fresh. Experience. Uh, yeah, so 7.2 alcohol by volume. Uh, it's got the hops image all over it in a black and green coloring with a silver finish. Uh, so uh, let's give this a shot a here. Silver finito. Let's give it a taste. See what this drank, why it's called so dank. Um, wow, not not um, not not so. It's dang. not that bad. It's not too. It's it doesn't leave the hoppy taste in your mouth for too long. No, it doesn't. It's real. It's it gets really light and quick, but it is hoppy when you first drink it. Um, the smell isn't. The smell, the smell isn't too bad either. It's not too strong of a hop. You no, know it's I mean? real. It's a real mild IPA smell too too it's, much. It's a real mild smell. Uh, yeah, it 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 definitely is hoppier in the beginning and, and tapers off really quickly at the end. Um, you know, the color is a nice kind of cloudy and not too cloudy, kind of like a hazy yellow. Yeah, for me personally, it does not taste like papaya in any type of way. All it tastes is IPA. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I don't I don't get any of the grapefruit or anything that they were describing in their packaging. Like I don't yeah. I don't taste it at all. It is good though because it doesn't leave the fucking uh, IPA lingering too long, so it's definitely drinkable. Yeah. So I mean, you know, for me, like it's it's not bad. Like if definitely like if it, on a hot day, I'd be knocking this one back if I was a big IPA fan. But I'm not. Yeah, uh, I could see someone drinking these, especially because it's a tall boy can. So you know, drink two of those, three of those, you'd be straight. Yeah. Um, so, uh, starting with the news stories of the week. Uh, this week on the Joe Rogan Experience, uh, podcaster and medical expert extraordinaire Joe Rogan uh, encouraged vulnerable people to get the COVID-19 vaccine. But he said, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, like, I don't think you need to worry about this. Yeah, like a fucking numbness. Um, and I got to say, honestly... I don't like Joe Rogan as a podcaster. Uh, to me, I find him incredibly boring. Uh, he has really softball conversations with any guest. He is a fucking, you know, because he's high all the time. I don't know if it's because he's high all the time that he absorbs opinions just right off the get-go. You can have somebody as extreme as Alex Jones to an actual scientist being on the show. Yeah. And he will flip-flop on those topics without any thought behind anything that he is supporting or not supporting, he just fucking goes with it. Um, and That's so, the reason people, so many people like him because everybody can relate to him. I guess relate to his bullshit. I can't relate to his nonsense. I can't dude. either. I can't uh, either. The, the, I, I, I used to when I first started getting into podcasts. Uh, he was one of the ones that people would tell me, "Oh, check it out, check it out." You know, one of my boys, Brian, told me to check it out. And fuck, man, I, I listened to two episodes. I was, this is fucking trash. Yeah, for me, I've never, I've never been a big fan of uh, Joe Rogan. Like, yeah. Joe, I mean, as a comedian, he's, he's, he's fine. He entertains me. 
It's it's nah, it's not even. Okay. You didn't say me. I put the Netflix special. <laughs> I changed that shit. It's fucking yeah. ten minutes in, I was like, this fool's jokes are fucking cheap. Yeah, and so, for, but for me, like as a comedian, he's fine. He's not one of my favorites or whatever. He's just kind of there. But honestly, what he said with this whole shit, if you're a healthy person and you don't need the shot, I think is incredibly dangerous and stupid. Just absolutely stupid. And he should have never fucking said it. And I keep thinking about the meme that I came across when it comes to Joe Rogan, that he is the goop for men. Yeah. And it makes sense. He peddles bullshit all the time. All day. All day, every day. That's all the Joe Rogan does. And I really, please, please, please don't listen to Joe Rogan. He is not somebody that you should be taking advice from when it comes to a disease that has killed so many people in this country. Like, we are talking about 600,000, approaching 600,000 deaths. In this well, country, wasn't like a million a million people already died in the worldwide, nor uh, some shit like well, that. Well, we are uh, we've crossed uh, three million, I think, around the world. Yeah, we are at we currently stand at five hundred and seventy three thousand people who have lost their lives in the United States to COVID and complications to COVID, and so the shit is that people don't understand. Like, yeah, three million people in the world is uh, it's kind of a big number. It's not too big compared to the eight billion people that are fucking actually on this earth. And that they fucking think about that one percentile shit, yeah. Um, and it uh, uh, it gives them excuses and and reasons to be like, ah, fuck it, fuck it, right, fuck it, fuck right, because they think like, oh well, you know, like if I get it and I survive it, it's fine. But it's not about you; it's about everybody else. Like, yeah. look at India. India is fucking just steam getting steamrolled. And by India this. was doing so well. I, I, uh, somebody told me, oh, India. Uh, Look at India. UFC goes and does it over there because because they're safe. This is then I told me. Have you looked at the number now? Numbers now, like numbers are shit, bro. They are cracking three hundred. fucking horrible. Over three hundred thousand cases a, a day. day. Yeah, a day. I know. I heard that shit. It's like man, it's fucking insane. It's because yeah, I get it. In the beginning, it hadn't spread over there like it had spread here, but once it gets you, it gets you. Have you seen the graph for that? Like they seen they were real mild, and now all of a sudden it's just a straight shot up. Just absolutely. No, I never saw just, a graph for it, but. Just just no, just uh, hearing the hearing like you know uh, my daily news and shit like that stuff that you know staying trying to stay informed on uh, things that are happening around the world. Yeah, uh, I've, I I heard that shit and I uh, increased as time progressed and I was just like, God damn, it's fucking crazy. It's yeah, like, I mean, the- if you don't stay informed with everything that's current, old information is is what's in your brain and you think that that's the right thing, but it's like, well, well, I think also you know the the whole idea tis is what tis is. What we talking about right that because of the low quote-unquote percentage of fatality yeah people don't think about it but like this disease the biggest fear that we have is that it spreads so quickly and is so you know pronounced on the entire medical care system that whole shit just collapses on top of each other because you don't have room to take care of people and i i, I think joe rogan is not somebody who should ever if you want to be entertained by Joe Rogan, sure. Listen to his podcast, but the man is not a person of of substance. He's yeah. not, you know, he's a fucking stoner comedian. And like, 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 I'm not gonna sit here and be like, I'm a fucking expert. I'm not a fucking expert. I'm a fucking knucklehead. You know, uh, my brother is another knucklehead. We're just kind of, you know, shooting the shit. We have our notes. Yeah. We're going through, but we're not fucking experts, but we listen to the experts. We respect their opinions. Science isn't perfect. You know, we're going to have our ups and downs. People always try to say like, well, Fauci didn't say wear a mask in the beginning. That's because with at the time we weren't sure of how to explore those fucking mechanisms. And as more studies came out saying like, you know what, the masks do prevent the, the spread of this disease. We should be wearing masks. He changed his mind like a good scientist, like a good health expert. So you know what? Honestly, please get vaccinated. I don't care how healthy you are. It is for the benefit of everybody that we can squash this disease before letting more variants come out. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. I can't, you know, I want to make a whole podcast talking shit about Joe Rogan, but no, I, I got better things to do in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck the number one podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, honestly, his show fucking sucks. I don't know nah, how people I'm not, it. I'm not too fond of it. I, I think he's cool when he's when I hear him talking, uh, spec, uh, 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 doing that shit for UFC. I'm down with all that. You know, that, that's cool. You know what I mean? Because I was already used to that shit since back in the days. Uh, but other than that, I listen to his podcast. It's just not for me. No, it's not for me either. It's not for me. I, can't, uh, I, can't, I ain't with all that bullshit. And uh, Caitlyn Jenner has officially announced her run for governor of California. Um, so 
as many people California. probably uh, as many people have probably heard, Gavin Newsom is facing recall. They have enough signatures to have a recall election be put on the ballot. Um, Caitlyn Jenner has thrown her her hat into the ring. But I'll tell you this, like no one's excited about Caitlyn Jenner in the state of California except for conservatives. But conservatives aren't what are going to support Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, she's been a Trump supporter, which is hilarious because the Trump administration has been one of the biggest anti-LGBTQ administrations in the White House ever. And yeah, but fucking uh, the food Trump is a type of food to fucking make everything seem like they're not bad. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I've been treated the worst. Yeah, like like a fucking uh, 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 overlooking four other presidents got fucking murdered. Was was it was treated? They were treated better than huh? Better than you? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I've been treated awfully in this country. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, honestly, like I, Caitlyn Jenner, I don't like her her political stances. Clearly, she she is a rich white woman in this country who honestly has no idea what a normal person goes through not even uh didn't she crash into somebody send them into the fucking middle of the street they died yep. and like there was no real repercussions of it you know what i mean and it's like um i don't i i don't know if i could fucking understand exactly what happened but if it would have been somebody that was broke and couldn't pay for a lawyer yeah. you're fucked buddy yeah, I mean, but she's rich, right? I mean, even even think about this, like, because of the industry that she she lives within. Yeah. At, when she made her transition, you know who was who who was really talking shit about her? Nobody. 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 They accepted her whole cloth into the community, and she has said anti. She has had anti-gay positions as a transgender woman. It's lunacy to me some of the positions that she's had. Like, I remember watching uh, a reality show where she was on an RV with a bunch of other transgendered gay people, and they're traveling across uh, California. And I forget exactly what she said, and everybody was like, no, 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 you you, you don't get it. Because she's had it easy, like, yeah. really in the grand scheme of things. Of course. Um, you know, so, I mean, honestly, I, I don't think that Caitlyn Jenner's... Um, you know, uh, announcement for running for governor isn't gonna get her anywhere. She has no government experience. She she is a reality television star. It's just a, for me. It's yeah. just a publicity stunt. It, it could be, nowhere. but it's not. You know, but even even this recall is gonna cost taxpayers money because now we got to go through the process of printing ballots out and putting it on the fucking thing. And I'm not gonna say Gavin Newsom didn't fucking. He wasn't perfect. Well, I'm not gonna say that. It doesn't matter what the fuck they do with my taxes. Gonna take them anyway. <laughs> So it is what it is, you know what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna use that money for what the fuck they deem necessary or what they deem that, uh, is worthy of it, and of course the fucking homeless population they could give two fucks less about fucking morons. Yeah. They got everything half-assed backwards, man. It's fucking tough. You know, I mean, like, I mean, you saw that over here in uh, North Hollywood, they finally built some. some yeah, little, but how how you we know those little more. huts? How yeah, those little huts? How how far is that gonna go? Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's think, not gonna, that's not yeah. even gonna put a fucking dent in the fucking problem. No, of course not. I mean, like, there's there's real issues to take on, and I, and we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. But honestly, like, a Republican's not gonna do shit about it. No, of course. Period. Not. Well, it's, it's and, fuck and Republicans Democrats and fuck Democrats. We just all of us as people, we just need to fucking no, here's a, here's, get this get this get this all situated because everybody has it on their mind. No matter if you're Republican or Democrat or, or Democrat, I believe that you don't want to see that out in the street. It don't matter who you are. So we need to figure right. out as a community how to best help them, right. how to put them in a, in a, in but a here, spot. But here is the difference between a Republican and a Democrat, right? Yeah, no, a that's Democrat why the whole politics has, shit is fucking tough because uh, now when, tough. You're, when you're in the right, system, because, it's a different because story. Because a Democrat, you know, and I'm not a Democrat, but I will say this. As a Democrat, they have difficult conversations of trying to address yeah. things. Republicans don't give a fuck. They'll cut social services. They will cut everything and, and their mother if it means... <laughs> corporations and the war machine get most of the money. They don't care about social programs. Yeah. Free lunch programs, they try to cut that shit. Uh, after school programs, they try to cut that shit. Democrats don't do that. They go, hey, how do we address shit? We need to invest in education. But this flip-flop between Republican and Democrat. The fact that they have us, okay, the fact that they already take our taxes is the reason that I won't contest Democrats doing that. But in a sense, they're just, you know, in a sense, you're kind of holding everybody down, you know what I mean? Because like, people get more advantages for having less. And it's like for not thriving for more or not doing more 
or and 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 in a, in a way you can think about other people that are like that's not fair but the system has made it to be that way so you have to deal with it well i think the, the system is complicated for sure but i mean think about this like you know up in oakland they did an experiment or uh with stockton california where they gave people oakland. 500 dollars a month for two years as yeah a, as a, and it is democratically that led and yang shit but it, it's democrat yeah universal basic income but it's yeah. it's democratically led republicans don't do that shit they well, don't want program to help too i remember yeah. i remember fucking well he's he's one of the ones who's pushing for yeah, universal yeah, yeah. basic income i mean it's an important conversation to have well, yeah the thing is okay I, I i i love that because the fact that the system has fucked us for so long that we need to be having you know there has to be some repercussions for that and some reparations for that right. within the whole community itself so it's like fuck no 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 and, and that's the thing but it's not republicans doing these kinds of things yeah. It, it, and, and I have criticisms. Don't get me wrong. I have a ton of criticisms for the Democratic Party. I don't think they're they're aggressive enough in some of their policies. They're too pu- they pussyfoot yeah. with Republicans within the very system that they all belong to. Um, but ultimately, like if I am going to choose, I'm going to lean more Democratic because I feel like they're yeah, still ha- I, they're I still ha- they're still having the tough conversations. And yeah, maybe. They don't get everything they want. Republicans don't have that conversation. Yeah, They're no, like, fuck I, you, toe the goddamn I've line. I've never leaned a Republican in any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. always gone Democrat or like with the people that I've picked in a sense is that's the yeah, way yeah. I have to go, you know, because it's like, yeah. it's tough to... Oh, it's the same thing. Like when, we, 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 we haven't been put in a privileged position to be like, oh, fucking, I can't think like this. Like, nah, it's not, that's not how we were raised and that's not the reality that we have survived. Have, right. I mean, and that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, like when people were like, oh, who, who are you voting for? Hillary or Trump? I was like, Hillary. Yeah, right. And they were jump. like, why would I vote for that piece of shit? Ew. Fuck no. Um, <laughs> what the? Yeah, well. I mean, honestly. Like, but you know, that's. Uh, but They were both trash, but which one, which one smelled worse? It was Trump that smelled worse, oh, and we got the fucking shit end of the stick. Oh, dude. Got 100%. so fucking bad. Um, so, uh, the Oscars uh, recently happened. A lot of winners, a lot of losers. Slow Joe, baby. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I will say this, uh, in, in the Oscars, people expected Chadwick Boseman oh, to yeah. win for Best Actor when it came to uh, last week's Oscar ceremony, you know. Uh, passed away at 43, had a really strong performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And uh, a surprise upset happened at the end of the night when Anthony Hopkins, uh, 83-year-old Anthony Hopkins, won for his role in The Father, a story uh, told through the eyes of a person, uh, you know, experiencing dementia. Um, people on social media were blasting the Academy Awards and yada, yada, yada. The um, movie was about, the movie with Chadwick Boseman was about black people being oppressed. Yeah. And do you think those motherfuckers are going to give it to a movie like that? I, in, my, in my head, that's where it comes down to. Yeah. Because it's fucking, these motherfuckers like, are just, get the like, man. like no Such man, bullshit. Like no man land, you know. Um, this fool's eighty three years old, yo. What the fuck, <laughs> you know? What I mean, he, and he has won. He won. Yeah, an he's Oscar won before. For, yeah, he's um, won before for the Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, he's won before. So it's like, yo, why can't you? Why can't you give it to the fucking clear winner? You know, well, I mean, like, the, the, I think the thing is, is that you know, like, it would Anthony be. Anthony, we be, all know it, he. We all, we all know he's a good actor. We all know he's a. He's gotten his actor. fucking. He's gotten his fucking flowers thousands of times over. Why can't you give it to the guy that fucking uh, the newcomer, the the new the person that's new in the game? The way they praise all those young athletes that are fucking new in the game, and praise fucking well, like you, you only you only praise Jordan like the biggest like what are their names you really hear that that are praised that are fucking old school fucking basketball players? Yeah, you don't hear them as often as Jordan, Jordan, yeah. Jordan. So it's like what the fuck? Well, like I, like you know like you had Chloe Zhao winning. You know she's the first Asian uh, to from Minari. Oh, or no, no, for uh, No Man Land. Okay. Uh, yeah, and no Nomad, Man's Land. No Man's Land. Yeah. Um, you know, and which is great. It's fantastic, and kudos. But a lot of people thought that because Chadwick Boseman passed away, you know, to cancer, that he's not going to have an opportunity to win an Oscar after this, right? Like this is his final role, and so they thought, what a great way to cap it all off. Maybe that's why the Academy was holding Best Actor for the end of the night to be like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do the same thing that we did for Heath Ledger. We're gonna give him an Oscar posthumously, you know. Um, and they gave it to Anthony Hopkins, and Anthony Hopkins wasn't at the ceremony. And he put up a video in uh, on Instagram where he mentioned, "I want to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman, who was taken from us too early," which you know acknowledges that you know there is no more work from Chadwick Boseman. How did you drop this fucking ball? 
Like, I'm sure Anthony Hopkins would have been like, no, no, it's cool if I don't win. You know what? This guy's never going to get the opportunity, and I've already got one under my belt. He could give a fuck, man. Yeah. No, but you know the thing? But they, they gave a fuck for Heath Ledger. Didn't they? Oh, look at the color of yeah, his no, skin. Yeah, no. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's, you know, like, it's... It's an unfortunate reality we live in, man, but it's fucking everywhere. That's the fucking sad part. You know... Uh, that's, what, that's what pisses me off, because I feel like that shit has a, a ton to do with it. What the fucking story had, because it's only making bad, white people look bad. Or, like, what are you doing? Not making them look bad. You're making them look like what they fucking were. So what the fuck am I to tell you? You know what I mean? Yeah. If they weren't that, then I get it. But they did. That's a fucking... That's a reality. That's real. So, I yeah. don't... But it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, then, fuck, I mean, man. Like, it's fucking tough. It's fucking shit sucks. And you they should have gave, gave it to Chadwick, and, but... And Chadwick's Bozeman's family, uh, you know, very... If we even has a kind of white tin name, you know? Like, Chad? Come on, fool. They should have won. Well, I mean, like... Well, I mean, think about this. Chad I mean, wins. You know, Chad wins. <laughs> um, but <laughs> God, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> um, but I mean, like Chadwick Boseman's family graciously said, like, you know, hey, it's you know, it's it's cool. Like, thank you for respecting, like, you know, thank you for acknowledging, you know, our our beloved yeah. family member that we lost, and you know, yeah, like don't don't be too hard on um, Anthony Hopkins. But Anthony Hopkins didn't fucking you know he didn't decide for the fucking W like the Academy Awards, and they, they've always dropped the ball. But I think, like, what happened this year, nah, they really fucked up. Yeah, of course. They really fucked yeah. up. It's the same shit when um, fucking, um, oh, my goodness, Moonlight. Moonlight was the Academy Award winner for Best Picture, a, a story of a, of, a, of a black gay man in America. Yeah. And they announced the wrong movie when they called it. They said La La Land. And you're like, are you fucking serious? Like, what the fuck? You know, it's it's... It's so fucking wildly absurd. But anyways, I mean, like, for me, honestly, I don't give a shit about the Oscars. Yeah. Like, I know what I like. I know what I want to watch. And, and and you know, it, it. I think it's important, though, in terms of, like, being able to acknowledge all the different voices that have a story to tell. You yeah, know, exactly. right? and, and And I think they, they could have done this right. They could have capped that fucking night with being like, you know what? Uh, all the voters of the Academy, Chadwick Boseman, you get it. You deserve it because there is no more fucking Chadwick Boseman it, It's not even that there is no more. Like, who gives a fuck? If I set that aside. You telling me he didn't kill that shit? No, he killed it. That fool killed that shit. So he what the fuck? It. That's the point of the fucking. Yeah. That's the point of the game. Well, I mean, it's, it's to it's, kill it, yo. Anthony Hopkins already killed it. That motherfucker been killing it. So who's next up in line? How many? How many times are you gonna big up someone that's already fucking done it? Like, what the fuck's the point? So what the fuck's up going to becoming an actor then? What's it not getting any acknowledgement? Get the fuck out of here. Have some fucking sense. But they're fucking trash. They're run by trash-ass people, and that's the fucking fact of the matter. And that's the reason this fool won it. Luckily, that the person that they gave it to acknowledges the fact that Chadwick was a G, and he handled this shit, and he did it, and he did a great fucking job. Yeah. And that's that. You know. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, Chadwick Boseman was My fucking bad. I got just a little passionate there. I, I see that. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, it's fucking, uh, what is that shit called? Being drunk? <laughs> yeah. What's it called again? Uh, <laughs> But uh, Uber, Uber, Uber Dank. Uber Stank. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck it. I was, uh, Uber Stank. I was, I was watching. Uh, <laughs> what was the name of that band? That fucking Uber band Stank. was trash. Yeah, they were fucking garbage. Fuck. I remember I was watching a video by uh, Anthony Fantano, the internet's busiest music uh, nerd or whatever. Yeah. He was talking about, like, with his uh, w- with his followers on Twitter, let's argue what's the worst band name. Huba Stank. I don't think he could get over it. It was fucking... Huba Stank is fucking Huba Stank is a dog shit fucking... Yeah. I was thinking about all the bands that I could think of. I go, I can't think of one that's it's shitty. worse than that? It's worse than Huba Stank. Think about it. Like, you can't. Huba Stank is just absolutely... Yeah, because there's, there's like a cheap-ass band that it was a teacher of mine in middle school. His, the name of his band was uh, Hot Water Music. And they actually became kind of a little, little successful in a sense. But that, I always thought the name was fucking trash. But that's still better than Huba Stank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still better than Hubba Sank. Um, but hot water music. What the <laughs> fuck? How's that better? <laughs> Holy fuck. It somehow is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, uh it, it somehow is. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh the Falcon and the Winter Soldier had their <laughs> yeah, let's uh, get series to that finale. Right hell yeah, hell Perfect. Hell yeah. Great. So good at segueing. Yep. Uh One World, One People is the name of the episode. Uh basically it's um as the flag smashers escalate their efforts, Sam and Bucky take action. Um, a bunch of stuff happens. I think this was probably one of the sloppier episodes in the series for me personally. They tried to close it out too soon, I think. Uh, I, well, I think COVID fucked up their production, right? Like yeah. COVID fucked up a lot of shit for them. Um, that's why they came out after 
WandaVision. They were supposed to come out before WandaVision um, and after Black Widow. Black Widow was supposed to have come out in the movie theaters, which introduced um, La, Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character of Contessa uh, or Val, um, Val Valentina. And um, yeah, but it fucked up everything for them. We've talked about it on this show before. Yeah, but yeah. the Flag Smashers are holding everybody hostage, but it's not about keeping them in the building. It's about getting them out and holding them outside of the GRC. Uh, Sam and Bucky spring into action. You see Sam in the new Captain America outfit given to him by the Wakandans. And it's very much like the comic book. It's, it's you know, really bright white on it. It's got the red and the blue. Um, he looks great in it. It's a great costume. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, it's probably the most comic book looking outfit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, he wears it, he wears it well. Definitely wears it well. He wears it well. Um, you know, Baltrock uh, tries or Batrock tries to fight him, and he goes after the hostages instead. A bunch of stuff happens where, you know, I, I like the chase sequence between Sam and the helicopter. Oh yeah, yeah. It, that was exciting. Um, you know. And then John Walker, I thought he was going to be a villain, like at the end, right? Like because he's lost his title of Captain America, yeah. And he turns out to be a good guy. He's getting his redemption in this episode. You know, all these battles are taking place. Bucky's trying to rescue hostages. But he realizes that he's fucking up. You yeah, know? he does realize that he's fucking up. And he's also dealing with the post-traumatic stress of, you know, being a soldier and losing his, you know, his number two. Yeah, of course. Uh, his sight, his, you know, his fucking, his partner, his fucking ride or die and shit. You know, yeah. he's gone. And, um, but it was, it was fascinating. I still don't like John Walker as a character, but I imagine that, where they're taking him, uh, he becomes U.S. agent at the end of this episode. Uh, where they're taking him, he's, uh, according to comic book fans, he's most likely going to be part of the Thunderbolts, which is Marvel's version of Suicide Squad. Ah, okay. Um, and Valentina is going to be like the woman, um, uh, Alice Walker, who runs the Suicide Squad. She is the one who runs that, that team. Okay. Um, which is fine, but like, I felt like the redemption of his character was a little quick in terms of it's it's it they didn't explore it enough, right? It's like we said, like they rushed things, they didn't get yeah. enough time. Um Carly, you know, ends up trying to kill the hostages by throwing the van off of the fucking road. You know, John Walker tries to hold it, they attack him, they fall into the construction pit. Uh Bucky has his superhero landing when he falls into the pit earlier in that in that sequence. Yeah. I've been um, waiting for Bucky to step up his fucking game. Yeah. But, you know, um, Sharon, though, I mean, honestly, she is revealed when she finds Carly in the basement of a, of a building. She's revealed to be the power broker. And I thought to myself, like, that's not a fucking surprise. We talked about it last week, how yeah, in the fucking we, yeah. subtitles. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it exposed uh, that ball truck was talking to her. And I honestly, Sharon was a fucking letdown for me. Like, as a character, as an exploration of where the Carter character is going, I hated it. I yeah, it wasn't the best, but fuck it, they're gonna they're gonna try to fucking milk it. Yeah, they are. I mean, like it should I, be it should be cool. I think ultimately, like given more time, you might actually care about this character one way or another. She just felt too just there for me. Yeah, there was no real. Oh, it, is she good? Is she? I was just like, wow, you're fucking boring as a character. <laughs> yeah. You're boring. The Flag Smashers were weak, yeah. The Flag Smashers also wanting, were fucking kept, weak. Yeah, I kept wanting to watch them fight um, uh, Cap, fake Captain America. Uh, John Walker? John, John Walks, yeah. Yeah, and, and honestly, the Flag Smashers storyline just didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it wasn't too... Ah. No, I mean, so, I mean, like, you know... But I'm fucking, I'm, I'm excited to um, to fucking hopefully get another, another season of... Uh, Falcon, the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, yeah, and uh, actually coincides with a uh, uh, one of my tidbits. I guess the creators said that that WandaVision will not be coming back for a second season in any type of way. No, um, but uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier, they see it as a series that can be explored for multiple shit. You know, what I mean, not just one one more season, but a okay. couple of different ways. So, so, but there's no like official call for a season two because I mean, obviously, not, like yet, not just yet. The show just the show just ended, so you know, give it a run. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And I mean, honestly, like the things that I loved about the show, uh, Sam and Bucky's relationship, uh, honestly, like 
how they fleshed out through the trauma of losing somebody they care about and becoming brothers by the end of it. Like, they're a family now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, that I really appreciated. Um, Sharon's act. The fucking, uh, they're going to call this show The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. Lethal weapon. <laughs> uh, Zemo. Two actually- lethal. So Bucky and uh, John get the uh, Flag Smashers arrested, and yeah. Zemo has the butler kill uh, the remaining four in an explosion in their transport vehicle. And uh, the whole time I thought to myself, the butler did it with the explosive device in the van. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, on, on, honestly, like, it, the show was overall, like, talking about the feelings of the show, like, how did you feel about the overall? Overall, I, I enjoyed it. It was a fucking nice little fucking... Uh, uh, Way to let the Falcon and both the Winter Soldier fucking uh, uh, grow on you, because in the fucking uh, in the Marvel movies, yeah, I don't really give two flying fucks about these characters. These, I thought these characters were lame as fuck. To be well, to be honest, you know, I thought the Winter Soldier was dope in in the Captain America Winter Soldier shit, because he he was a different character. He was like a badass, you know. And in these, he's kind of he's kind of cheap. He doesn't even pull out all his fucking power. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, come on. What do you expect? But he, but he, de- they definitely, and of course, the Falcon was kind of, yeah, he was weak as a character too. You know what I mean? He wasn't the in best in the movies, yeah, in, yeah, the, in mo- the movies. But in this, in these shows, they're fucking dope. They're both dope. Yeah, they're both. I think they're both really handled really well. I, I wanted a little bit more between um, Bucky and Yuri when he told him like how he ended up killing his son. Yeah. Uh, but you know, maybe less was more. Ultimately, because it's not about Yuri's emotional response, right? It's about Bucky getting the closure on who he was as the mind-controlled Winter Soldier. So yeah, I, exactly. I, I think ultimately it all paid off yeah. in the end. But I'm really excited. I, you know, I, I, I would definitely be down for a Falcon Winter Soldier or Captain America Winter Soldier, you know, season uh, to explore these characters in the world that they live in. Um, I, I really liked Sam going back to see Isaiah and prove to him or show him that there is still hope in this country, even with the race relations and how they are, like fighting for the country you live in. Yeah. I, I really, I think the conversation was just so well handled uh, between both characters, you know, um, I, so I really appreciated that. I also appreciated the nod at the end when Sam made um had the museum make an exhibit in oh, honor yeah, of yeah. Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. Be like, they're not gonna forget what you did. And it's something that I think about all the time. You know, all the sacrifices that black people in the United States have made for this country and have never been properly thanked from soldiers fighting in World War One, World War Two. You know, all of the, you know, technological stuff that they've contributed to the world that we live in, you know, all that stuff. I mean, fuck the arts in general, like music, you know, blues, rock and roll, all that shit. Black people created that stuff and white people stole it for their own benefit. Yeah, you know, but you know, but you know, but that's the thing. I, I, what I appreciate is the fact that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, in, in a way, tackled some of those subjects yeah you know and that's what i appreciated about okay. the show so yeah. ultimately i get that show a fucking nine man overall badass show you know and for me i'm gonna give it an eight um i felt like the flag smashers and sharon were probably the weakest aspects of the show but overall there was more good than bad yeah um and i'm really excited to see where the marvel cinematic universe goes from here and then we've got one of our two films, and we're going to start off with The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. Oh, uh, two teens live out the same day repeatedly, enabling them to create the titular map. Let's, um, get, through, let's get through this one quick, because this movie was fucking trash. You fucking hated it. I fucking uh, it's hated direct, it it's, so bad. It's directed by Ian Samuels. Written, I not care. Written by Lev <laughs> Grossman, also based on his short story, starting Catherine Newton as Margaret, Kyle Allen as Mark, and then you have Jermaine Harris as Henry, and then that's... Your short story, they fucked it up, bro. <laughs> well, I don't he, even know your short story, but I'm pretty sure it was good enough to make it into a movie, and they fucked it up, bro. He, well, he also wrote the screenplay. Oh, well, you fucked it up. Then. <laughs> Jeez. Um, you know, for me, I had issues with the film. Like, I let's go with the positive stuff first. I think Catherine... 
uh, Newton and Kyle Allen do a really good job. Yeah, acting-wise. Acting-wise. I think the acting is really pretty strong. I mean, Jermaine Harris trying to... He has almost the same dialogue, just kind of tweaked from day to day. And I think he handles it really well. Like, he's uh, a good friend who is helping his best friend really see where the flaws are coming from in terms of how he perceives his world. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that Kyle Allen is just kind of like a real, he's a real charming, uh, leading man, uh, in terms of everything. Those are your positives? Those are my positives. Yeah. Okay. Am I ready for my positives? Yeah. My positives is that they had a good budget where the cameras were nice. The acting <laughs> was good. And that's about fucking it. Yeah. Other than that, this movie was fucking trash, dude. This fucking looping, uh, world where they, where the only way to make it end was for them to hook up. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I, yeah. And they use the, the, the 10 perfect moments or like the whatever fucking perfect moments through the, the day. The perfect moments in the map yeah, or whatever. To, to fucking complete the whole, and you have to complete the circle to fucking, uh, to let uh, time get back to where it was. Yeah. And for her to let go, like you were saying, to let go of her fucking loved one like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like uh, off, yeah, my, my, I felt like tonally at the end of the film. So, yeah, um, we talk off mic if you fools didn't know. Yeah. Um, w- what happens is that the uh, character of Margaret, she is losing her mother to cancer, which is profoundly sad and is, you know, something that is very difficult that people go through. But for her, she says goodbye to her mother, leaves the hospital. With uh, with uh, Mark and yeah. they continue their relationship. They've broken the spell. Midnight hits the whole, and the, now they're in a new day, and they run off in the rain like everything's hunky dory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it, it tonally, it just it doesn't stick the landing at all. And that's at the very end, like the like the last like maybe 10, 15 minutes of the film. And the, all that happens at the very end. So it's like the whole lead up to it was fucking shit, and the fact that they crammed that. All that into the very end. Yeah, it's it, for no me way, the dude. the pacing it make you fucking feel any of the thing the, for the it. pacing was probably like the hardest thing for me because it was real slow to get going, and then once you start get you know going, you you are finding out a lot about Mark. You're finding out a lot of his character, who he is as a person. But they're holding Margaret back, and you know there's this whole mystery Jared guy, and I thought, well, it's her stepfather or somebody. That she's taking care of and she has to take care of him every day. I'm not yeah. exactly sure what the fucking mystery was. And the guy's Mr. a fucking dumbass who's like, oh, at whatever time she disappears. Like, how does she disappear if you can't follow her? You serious? Yeah. And and also, like, he doesn't prod her and trying to figure out what's going on. Like, he asks, like, I mean, he prods her a little bit, but not enough to, to, to kind of. Yeah, to be so eager to fucking figure out how he can run into her again, but then doesn't want to prod her and find out where she's going. You're like. It, 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 was, it, it was it weird, no yeah. You're making um, his character completely She visits opposite. your house. You don't ever go to her house. You don't ever see anything of that. Um, and then, you know, so, like, it, it, it was problematic. Like, it, it's, a bumpy, it's a bumpy story unfolding. It is not Palm Springs. Palm Springs was a, you know, beautifully handled uh, comedy, romantic comedy uh, that involved time looping. And this one, there was a lot of potential here. It just doesn't stick a lot of the moments throughout the 98-minute adventure, and um, it hurt it in the end. Uh, some of the tonal shifts, some yeah. of the, you know, I mean, it's directed pretty well. I mean, I want to say uh, Ian Samuels does a, a really good job directing. Like, it's not, it, but it's a story that just does not come through in the end. So for me, on the scale of the Renderos brothers, I give it a 5 out of 10. I give it a 3. Uh, you know, I mean, and that's because you're... 100% skip for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, for me as a five, I would say you can definitely skip this film. It's it's just kind of there. And then, This fucking movie was trash, yo. It was fucking trash. You, if if you like this movie, you might as well write, try to write one and send it to, to fucking Amazon because they might just fund your shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> they got too much fucking money. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is like tossing it out. Fund it. Like, fuck fuck it. it. Something's gonna hit. We'll do it live. Yeah, um, we'll do it live. Fuck it. I'll go again. <laughs> uh, and then the second film, the biggest, most exciting film that we were pumped and psyched for, yeah. anticipating, Mortal Kombat, um, came out on HBO Max and in theaters. Uh, MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in uh, order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Yeah. 
Uh, so this film is is it's it's a full studded cast. It's directed by Simon McQuinn McQuid, uh, written by Greg uh, Russo, Dave uh, Callahan, uh, story by Oren Uziel, uh, and then it's obviously based on the video game character, uh, the video game created by Ed Boon and John Tobias. Yeah. Um, stars Lewis Tan as Cole Young, Jessica McNamee as Sonya Blade, Josh Lawson as Kano, uh, Joe Talsim as Bai Han. Or Sub Zero. You have uh, Meca- Mecad Brooks as Jax. Um, you have uh, Madeline Kimber as Emily. Lauren Brent as Allison. And well, let's go with uh, the probably one of my favorite actors who should have a bigger career, but he's also very picky about the roles that he does. And that is Hiro Yuki Sanada as uh, Hanzo Hasashi, aka Scorpion. Um, okay. You know, um, so one of the things that you should know about Hiru, uh, Hiruyuki um, is that um, he does not play any anybody else but Japanese characters. Like, yeah. obviously, he'll he'll take other roles that where the character is not explicitly called for to be uh, Japanese. Yes, but if they're like, oh, we're casting for a Chinese movie or a Chinese character, he will not take the role because he doesn't want to take a part away from somebody who is actually chinese yes you know and so like he 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 definitely stays away from that kind of stuff but he's a fucking great actor uh you know um the wolverine sunshine uh you know he's gonna be uh actually coming out in uh um zach snyder's new army of the dead film so i'm excited for uh for him to to you know in, in this in these roles that he's come out in yeah yeah but but i'm always excited to see him in, in a fucking movie yeah well this fucking movie um starts off strong the what'd first what would you think of it like what on, the fuck like come on let's honestly, get into okay so mortal Kombat has a very complicated storyline that has to do with time travel talking about these um, actors no one yeah. gives a fuck about let's talk about these fucking movies yeah but i mean <laughs> well, we have to give background i know it's a joke you fucking um, smile <laughs> I don't smile anymore, dude. It causes wrinkles. You're too, you're too, <laughs> you're too serial, bro. Um, but but here's the thing. So Mortal Kombat, it's like there's a tournament named Mortal Kombat where uh, our world is trying to yeah. invade Earth realm. I hope you know what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, if you there know are people, what the fuck it is, go there, play the game. There are people who are not gonna know anything about it. Uh, and Earth has lost nine times in a row. Uh, if yeah, but okay, Outworld wins a tenth time, they invade Earth. Okay, what do you think about the movie though? Well, oh, can I, can you hold on? So <laughs> yeah. I and and so you have all these characters that take place in this fucking in this fight, and um, you know, so it's based on these characters, but they introduce a new guy in this movie, um, Cole Young, and he has nothing to do with Mortal Kombat. He's not a character in Mortal Kombat. He has yeah. no ties to Mortal Kombat, but somehow he's the lead focus of Mortal Kombat. And I don't know if they're trying to make him the audience. Well, that's my character. That's, that's the reason I, I I thought the movie was like just it is what it is. Like it's it's not expected to be uh, Shankshaw Redemption. You know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, no. It, and don't get me wrong. I wasn't going in there expecting fucking Hamlet or fucking you know um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Like I wasn't expecting yeah. top tier fucking acting or storytelling. Yeah, I have a problem with the. I have many problems with the movie. The movie was just fun. It was just nice to watch. There's no reason to even get into it because the movie's pretty much mindless senseless in a way because they never get to the Mortal Kombat tournament ever in the movie. That's that these these uh bad guys they're trying they're fighting they're skirting the rules. Yeah, and they're trying to fucking get, kill everybody before the tournament starts. So, so it's like what the fuck? And then also it's like they're acknowledging that they're fucking losers because they're like oh they're like oh how do you think we've won nine out of ten times because we cheated. So they're fucking losers. So they're fucking they're cheating to win the whole time. Like get the fuck out of here. So dude. the movie it doesn't are killers like killers killers doesn't necessarily follow the Mortal Kombat lore like in there is no sense. tournament even um, the fact that they fucking use young uh, Cole Young why didn't they just fucking do Liu Kang as a fucking down and out MMA fighter instead of fucking Cole Young and him fucking learning his fucking Kai whatever the fuck that shit was called to get Ar- his Arcana or yeah Ar- his Arcana to get his fucking his his, his flame, firepower yeah, his firepower and all his dope ass powers instead of this fucking new character that is in the game that's why I was like what the fuck I was like they could yeah. just done that with Liu Kang because they make Liu Kang look fucking cheap as fuck in and, this and another thing was is that um he was a badass in the original he he is a bad, he played originally played by Robin Shu uh, the original Mortal Kombat actually was for a campy film 
it follows the ideas of Mortal Kombat. You know, obviously some of the character work uh, is not so strong, and there's some wonky storytelling. Um, I just learned that Goro was not a cheap CGI character. That motherfucker was a real prosthetic uh, machine that they built for the film. There was a guy who had this 30-pound fucking robotic machine on top of him with the four Fuck. arms. Yeah, and it would constantly break down. <laughs> That's And I was like, oh, that's why he looks all fucked up. That's why he looks all movie, fucking huh? weird. Yeah, he looks all weird because it's real and it's it's not the best. That fucking shit's icon. See that shit's iconic to to us because we grew up in that time. So that movie was like, it's different. It hit different. Yeah, it did it, hit different. A ten out of ten. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but fucking a. So the hype for this one was really good because we're talking about it's gonna be rated R. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be gory and and it does and it is gory. I will say that yeah. it is gory. The fatalities are there. The fan service is there. Just the but it is a turn your brain off film and just watch it for the lunacy. It's that more it is. Mortal Kombat like uh, game. What the fuck it was? You know what I mean like gory and fucking just straight to the to the to what it is in a right. sense. But I, th- I thought that the storyline itself just didn't make any sense. No, like it I said, didn't. Even like they call it, they keep mentioning Mortal Kombat as a tournament, but the tournament never happens. But yeah, the tournament never happens. Never but on top of that, it. Cole Young has had the moral. So every fighter has a Mortal Kombat tattoo that tags them as an entrant, uh, a combatant into yeah, the tournament. Yeah. And somehow Cole Young, this tattoo has passed from family member to family member, <laughs> no uh, starting <laughs> with Hanzo Hasashi. And no one has like told anybody in the family, oh, by the way, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. Like, like you are a combatant in Mortal Kombat. It, nobody. And so it feels really stupid because also some of the rules of the tattoo don't make any fucking sense. Yeah. You kill the person, you take their tattoo, right? Like Kano, he's like, I got the tattoo because I slit a guy's throat. Sonya kills him. She gets a tattoo. And you have some ruthless ass motherfuckers that are willing to kill kids and freeze them to death. And they don't have, (laughs) they never went for fucking Cole Young's tattoo. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Or not only that, B. Han, when he found out that, you know, uh, Cole Young is a descendant of Hisashi, um, you know, the Scorpion's family bloodline. Yeah. He kidnaps the wife and the daughter, and he freezes them. But he doesn't kill them like he killed Scorpion's family. Yeah, they just frozen. The but the beginning they're... of the fucking movie, he just had a thumb out. Oh, he just come had on a, by the yeah. fighting, you know. He like hold on, warm up by the fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you yeah, know what I mean? Was stupid. Yeah, it, it, the character motives aren't fucking there. So the movie doesn't make sense. It's it's it. It was just a. Fu- it's supposed to be a fun movie, but uh, I felt like some of it was too day, serious. It was, it was yeah. At the end of it, it was just lacking in multiple things. Yeah, it wasn't campy, and it was a little too serious for its own sake. Even though some of the actors played it off in a very cheesy way, like Kung Lao, played by Max Huang, um, he played it very campy. You know, he was like just real, like kind of light, and he wasn't too serious. And and only when the fighting did it get serious. Um, Josh uh, Lawson as Kano. He was fun. Yeah, he was a fun character. Yeah, I mean, but, like, overall, turn your brain off. You can watch the movie, and you're not going to miss anything. It's not important. Just watch the fights. Yeah, pretty much. And the fights are, and the fights are okay. They're not the fucking best because uh, no, it's I, a lot of, like, uh, it's good editing. Good yeah, editing. It, it is a lot of quick cuts. And I will say the the first fight in the beginning of the movie between um, uh, uh, Baihan and Scorpion uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion in the beginning of the film is probably the best fight. And then the last fight is also uh, it, the best fight. The best fights are yeah. in the beginning and the end of the film. Everything in between is just kind of there. Yeah. Um, it just goes along with the movie and they don't kind of fuck it up because, you know, f- they have flawless victories and they're actually flawless victories and shit like that. A, a really gory, uh, fucked up scene. So it's cool, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and that sense of keeping it Mortal Kombat, it definitely was. Because Mortal Kombat doesn't have any fucking... Storyline the way Street Fighter did, you know what I mean? Like any background or anything, just like go, oh, just gonna fight and that's it. And, and I'll tell you this: really fucking cocky filmmaking by everybody involved yeah, because definitely. they were like, "Oh, there's a lot of sequel bait in this fucking movie." Wow. Real fucking cocky. I don't know if they are gonna get a sequel, but we'll see. Uh, but for me, yeah, depending on the re- if they made money, if, they, if the movie made money, let's, let's do this. You know, um, light right there. I mean, it made a, a sizable chunk. I don't know if it's impressive in the grand scheme of things. It made twenty two point five million dollars on its opening weekend in actual movie theaters. Um, plus, you know, who knows what the subscription looks like on HBO Max. Yeah, of course. Um, but on the Renderos Brothers scale, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. You can, give, you, yeah, I gave it a fucking 6. You gave it a 6. Okay. I mean, and you can obviously go either way with this. Put it on. Ignore it. 
Um, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It, it's just a fucking dumb action movie. Um, tidbit time. Tidbits. I got a White Castle giving away uh, free food to customers that have proof of vaccination. So if you want some White Castle, uh, that's all dope and everything. But we live in California, so there's no fucking White Castle. So fuck you. Can I get it from the frozen section? Negative. Ah, well then, bullshit. Store the restaurant or not. <laughs> um, this one, uh, I believe uh, any uh, booze hound would be down to fucking apply for this job. It's by Bush. Uh, they got their Natty Light, uh, Natural Light. They're doing uh, Natural Light boozies at 8%. They're ice pops. Um, and pretty much just gotta, they're going to do like little traveling shacks around the whole country. But they're going to pay 40 bucks an hour and you're going to be promoting these uh, pops. So... It doesn't seem like a bad gig, you know what I mean? No, not so, at all. Uh, Even though Natty Lights are it gets disgusting. fucking disgusting, yeah, but, you know. Uh, hey, if somebody's a Natty Light fan or a Natty fan, yes, fucking go, all out. go get your money. And then for those that are in the military or have any military family, SeaWorld and, and, uh, and as well, Bush as well, are doing the whole... Um, Bush Gardens? Uh, some shit. They're doing the fucking free entries to a whole family. As long as you're uh, fucking uh, enrolled in 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 active as a military uh, personnel, yeah. Um, if you're an active uh, per, uh, military service, yeah, it's called the Waves of Honor. So uh, you just sign up for that shit and get to go to fucking SeaWorld for free for those that have any military in the family and want to go. Um, nice. That's all the tidbits I got. Um. So yeah, take it easy. You know, go or not go. Yeah, so I mean, there you go. Uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram as the Renderos Bros. Individually, you can find me as Render Me Sam. I am Hollywood Mike with a double I. You can always email us at renderosbros at gmail.com. Yeah, rate and review us on uh, Apple iTunes, on uh, any uh, platform that you listen to us on. If you can review us, go ahead and throw us a couple stars, a one or five or however many, however many the fuck you want to give us. We ten. I give you ten. Them. I gave it a 10. Uh, if you want, also follow us. Uh, you can find all of the links that we have. They are on Anchor FM, anchor.fm slash Durandero's Bros. Yeah. Uh, it's got links to Spotify and all the other podcasting uh, services yeah. that exist out there. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our fucking show. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, come back next week. Come back next week. Our uh, movies of the week, we actually have them ahead of time. Um, they are going to be. I uh Night in Paradise on Netflix. Yeah. Um and the film Stowaway also yeah. on Netflix. Uh so we're gonna be talking about those films. I don't think we're gonna have a television show until Loki comes out in June. Um, you know, just because uh take a little bit of a breather. Uh, I'm not I'm definitely not watching uh the Bad Batch. But anyways, guys, uh stay safe out there, uh brush your teeth, get your vaccine for Wipe fuck ass. get your vaccine for fuck's sake. Do the right thing. It's safe. I got the shot. All I got is a third arm, but I got the shot. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, please get the shot. Stay safe out there, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Oh, thank you.